Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. Welcome back to another quick summer read. Today, I'm bringing you the third book in Crystal Cottle's Hidden Hearts of the Gilded Age series. We had Crystal on the show back in March, and we discussed the prequel and the first two books in this series. And I have to say that Crystal ups the game each time she writes a book. I cannot wait to read her future books, but now let's dig into Counterfeit Faith. As matron of Final Chance House of Refuge, Gwendolyn Ellison has dedicated her life to serving the children deemed delinquents by society. She'll protect them with everything she has. So when she suspects someone is using Final Chance for criminal deeds, she's determined to investigate and put a stop to it. But villains don't like to be crossed, and they're willing to kill to get their way. Gwendolyn knows she can't quit fighting, More than her own life is on the line if counterfeiters go free. She must find someone she can trust to help her expose the criminals and protect the children under her care. Charming and chivalrous Secret Service operative Josiah Isaacs has never been able to turn his back on a woman in trouble. And capturing counterfeiters is his job, after all. The danger he's truly worried about is his growing attraction to Gwendolyn when his heart wants to remain faithful to his deceased wife. As both peril and interest grow, he begins to consider whether a second love may be possible. If they can live through this case, at the same time, he's put off by her faith in God he no longer trusts. So how can a future together even be possible when their beliefs are at odds? I just have to say, did anybody know that Josiah had been married before? We'll talk about it in a little bit, a little bit more, but we all know he is the one known for being engaged. I believe he's been engaged nine times. And in the other books, the other agency works with kind of make fun of that, right? So I just have to say that Crystal created the perfect woman for Josiah because Gwendolyn is sweet, courageous, and wise which makes her the best fit for Josiah, who is, as the book cover says, he's chivalrous, and I am terrible about pronouncing that word, but but he's a romantic, too, with a propensity to flirt and save a damsel in distress. As the back cover said, you'll figure out why he's been engaged nine times, but I think you probably already have. He can't let a woman who's in distress go without helping her. He always has to do everything possible to help her. And of course, Gwendolyn is the newest damsel in distress. And you're going to love that scene where he comes to her rescue for the first time. She wrote like the perfect fight scene in there. And the comedy that Josiah has, not only is he a flirt, he's pretty, he's almost like the comedic relief really, in a lot of tense situations. So you're going to love him. The thing is, when he finds the one, so there's this, I guess, I don't want to say joke, but this among the family, Josiah's family, that when an Isaac, and it doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman, but when an Isaac finds the one, so the one woman for him, right, that he's going to love and marry for the rest of his life, they know immediately after meeting him. 
Okay, so that that's the running theme in the family. So when he finds the one, he is hopelessly devoted. I know that he he's a romantic and he likes to flirt. But once he finds that one, he is truly devoted to them. And Gwen finds all of his flirtations are focused on her. And I'm so upset because I didn't put a sticky note in on this scene. And so then when I went back to write blog post and to talk to you guys about this, I could not find it, which is so irritating. But Crystal wrote this line in there from Josiah that is absolutely hilarious, but it really captures him. And I'm going to try to, it's not going to be the exact wording, but basically he's flirting with Gwen and she's kind of saying, I, you know, we need to take it slow. We need to, you know, we shouldn't be rushing into anything. She's level-headed because she's wise. She doesn't want to rush into anything. Whereas his brain's going, I already know you're the one, so that's it. Let's go. Let's do this, right? And he's like, that is something along the lines of, uh, that's fine. Just know that uh, once we get to the kissing part, I really like, I really enjoy kissing, so I'll be kissing you quite a bit. And it, it's like not really. She words it so much better than that, and I wish I could find it. But if you go back to read it, when you read that scene, it'll it'll make you laugh. But here, poor Gwen is so sweet and here he is just flirting like crazy with her so anyways their love story really is quite the adventure too Uh, there's a lot of uh, foul players uh within this story there's there's you know of course your main villain but then you have all these little villains that work with him or in tangent with him they really have deplorable morals and they're living near them uh, and I don't want to give too much away, but that is part of the danger and adventure part in this story is they're living amongst these criminals, which are the ones that are harder to find and catch. So as we know, Gwen is the matron of Final Chance House of Refuge and taking in children from the streets is a joy to her. But there's also a danger. And one of the former boys, Quincy, he's our main villain. He returns to make life miserable and dangerous, really, for everyone, even the kids. Uh, It takes so a while to kind of unbury who is behind it and who's really pulling the strings or calling the shots. I thought Crystal did an amazing job at creating a rather dark and dangerous character out of Quincy. And if you've read the other books in her series... You know, especially in the last one, Counterfeit Hope, uh, the second book, Counterfeit Hope, you'll know that she's really good at writing characters that are really uh, depraved, right? Or they're, they're just very deplorable. And you, it really makes you as a reader go, oh my word, that person is absolutely terrible. But I am telling you, I'm going to read you a little snippet from page 14. That just kind of sums up Quincy, that character, in a nutshell. And I just think she did such a great job of giving you a villain that truly makes your skin crawl and really makes you say, come on, get in there and get them, guys. Okay, so here we go. This is just let me set the scene up just a little bit. So Quincy has Gwen right now at knife point, basically. And he's trying to escort her away, so that um, away from other people. And here he is talking 
to basically his threats to her. He says, maybe I'll start with setting flame to your skirts like the witch you always were. Quincy stopped walking, lost in the imaginings of his depraved mind. Yes, that's what I'll do. Just a foretaste of what can happen if you open your yap. There was no doubt he'd do it. He'd tortured animals that he'd claimed to adore. How much more delight would he take in harming his enemies? Doesn't that just kind of make your skin crawl a little bit? I mean, I, I don't know. He is definitely a character that does that for me throughout this book. That you're just hoping and praying they catch him before anything else happens. Now, there is far more revealed about Quincy. And I will say that will send a cold chill up your spine because there is other atrocities that he has committed against other people. Uh, that really made me, ugh, you know, kind of shiver when I read it. But he is one depraved man. who He soon gets his comeuppance, okay? So don't worry about that. There is a happy ending there for all involved. But you'll discover in this book, we kind of talked about this a little bit, I'm excited for you to discover why Josiah has been engaged nine times. And I said he has a secret that only his family knows, but the back cover really gives it away um, because I don't believe it was ever revealed in the other books that he was ever previously married. If it was, I apologize. I forgot that. It has been a while since I've read the first two books plus the prequel, which, by the way, side note here, the prequel Counterfeit Truth really sets up the whole series. And you can get it for free. You can get an e-copy for free if you go to Crystal's website and sign up for her newsletter, which I highly recommend because it really um, sets this whole series up for you. Anyways, I'll come back to let's talk about Josiah. There are so many revelations throughout this book that just keep you turning the page about Josiah's past uh, with his wife, uh, with the other nine fiancés that he's had at some point in his life. And really how that plays out with his relationship with Gwen and why I feel like Gwen is the perfect counterpart for him because he is ready to dive in and and just go for it. Let's just get married. I, I know I want I love you and I want to be with you. And she is the one that, you know, holds back and says we got to take our time. The other thing is there's a lot revealed about Gwen in this story, too. She uh, didn't have a typical upbringing, um, for, especially for that time era. There's some tragedy within her family that led to really her uncle being her father figure in her life. And uh, you, you'll just really enjoy that because it also just plays into who she is and uh, why she's where she's at and why she honestly feels like love and being married and having a family of her own really isn't uh, something she can attain at first. I don't want to share much more of the book without giving things away. So I'm just going to stop here because in the past, if you've listened, I've accidentally let things slip that I shouldn't have let slip. So I don't want to do that for you because this is an amazing ending to this series. However, this is technically the last book of the series, but there is a novella that takes place, I believe, between books two and three that's supposed to come out in September. 
And I, I'll i sure we're going to have Crystal back on the show once that's out to just kind of get a recap of the whole series. So if you are someone that doesn't like to read out of order, you may wait to read Counterfeit Faith until you've read the novella that comes out in September because it does fall between books two and three. All right, so let's get to our ratings. Literary Escape gives Counterfeit Faith three lassos because we are sure this book will have you hooked and hogtied. Let's talk about those element ratings for Counterfeit Faith. The adventure level is a mocha. I know there's a lot of adventure in here, and I debated putting it in an espresso. I'm not espresso. I apologize. In a latte. But the the adventure is there, but there's not as many like perilous scenes where uh, life is really threatened and they're in and out of danger. I always think of a suspense novel when I think adventure level being um, a latte. All right, so let's talk about romance. So <laughs> Josiah is a huge flirt, huge flirt, and he is always dropping comments for nice comments for Gwen. But I gave the romance level a mocha because it is there. You are not going to miss it, but it's not packed in there. And it's not. Um, yeah, the, the sizzle part is there for maybe a couple scenes, but it's not the overarching element, I guess you could say, for this book. Now, the mystery level in this book is a latte because you are consistently throughout trying to figure out who's really behind it. And there are multiple players in it. And then you're trying to figure out who's the ringleader. Are they actually working together? Are Is he really just holding something over this person's head? I mean, there's just so many things going on. You even start to question some of the good guys, like, mm, maybe they're really the bad guy. So your mystery level in this one definitely is a latte. And I think that is really Crystal's forte when she is writing. She's excellent at the mystery piece of it. I will circle back really quick and tell you that there is a hilarious scene of Josiah following a suspect into um, Catholic mass, which he's not Catholic, and him trying to keep up with what's going on so that he doesn't look out of place. And you'll get to see that play out with some real hilarity. So I definitely recommend this book, especially if you've already read the first two plus the prequel. But again, if you're someone who likes to read it in order, wait till September, read the novella that comes out, then read book three. All right. Be sure to visit Crystal Cuddell's website to stay up to date with her latest releases. And I'll put a link in the blog post for this episode as well so that you can get there. And like I said, if you sign up for her newsletter, you get the ebook copy of the prequel Counterfeit Truth for free. I did want to mention that I said at the beginning that Crystal starts off with this really great fight scene that is where Josiah rescues Gwen for the first time. She is excellent at writing fight scenes, and she is actually one of our presenters for Literary Escapes HCRW, which stands for Historical Christian Romance Writers Virtual Summit. And that virtual summit is coming out on July 10th. However, if you would like to have access to that summit, you can get access by purchasing the summit for $37 or becoming a member of HCRW for $37 a month. You can find more information out at literaryscape.com 
And I'm sure you won't be disappointed as our other presenters are authors that we've had on the show as well, such as Julie Lessman, Misty M. Beller, Sarah Turnquist, and we have Thomas Umstadt Jr., who is the CEO of Author Media and the host of the Novel Marketing Podcast. So if you'd like to learn more about the Virtual Summit and what we have to offer authors of historical Christian romance, then check us out at literaryscape.com. Hello, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. We'd love to connect with more readers like you and share inspirational stories with them. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, happy and blessed reading.